0: hello everyone welcome to the glory room i'm prophetess lou i hope you all are having a blessed day let's get started with word of prayer heavenly father we just thank you we thank you for everything whether it be good or bad that's happening in our life father god we place those situations before your feet father god we ask you right right now to be with us father god every day walk with us father god father god we ask you right now as we partake in your devotional whether we're reading or hearing father god give us clear understanding Father God, let us know what you're trying to say to us. Father God, we want to grow in you. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing it. Bless the ones that are reading it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay. Today's verse come from Acts 17 and 11. Now the Barian Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Subject, eagerness to grow affirmations, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am growing. I am filled with joy. I am content. I am committed. The Barian Jews are more eager to examine the scripture every day to see if what Paul was saying to them was true. That's what we're supposed to do. When we read our word or when someone teaches the word, we have to search the truth for the truth. That's how we grow in God. We do this by reading our word and examining the Bible. We can't learn if we don't examine the word of God. We can't grow if we don't open our word. One of the keys to growing with God is first reading his word daily. We must consume it on a daily basis daily on a daily basis a lot of people always ask me how do i obtain wisdom and how do i get knowledge and i tell them this wisdom starts when we make ourselves available for god to pour into us we can't fill a vessel that's filled with other things he can't fill a vessel that doesn't want to be filled we must clear out our understanding of what we think to get God's understanding John 5 39-40 you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life and it is they that bear witness about me yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life we search the scriptures ourselves. We do this daily and in them, we think the more we live righteous and the more we do that, eternal life is ours. But the only way to have eternal life is to come to Jesus. The the only way to obtain wisdom is to come to Jesus because he's the only one that can give us life. Without spiritual wisdom, we become dead. How dead do we have to become before we know and realize we need him? The second key to obtaining wisdom shouldn't have been It shouldn't been labeled number one, but this isn't in no particular order. So two, we must go through Jesus. Ezra seven and ten. For Ezra has set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. Ezra wanted to study the law and he wanted to teach it, so he taught it to the Israel. So he taught it to Israel. Ezra did three things. He set his heart on studying the word, meaning his focus was learning and studying the word of God. And he did it, meaning he applied it. And, third, and the third thing he did, he did was he taught others that what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to teach others. We, we should learn and plant the seeds and allow God to water it. Three, setting our heart on studying it. Proverbs 2, 4 through 5 And if you look for it as for silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the wisdom of God. We are told in this verse to search for it like it's treasure. We must open it and search for it. We, oftentimes, we don't allow the Holy Spirit to teach us anything. We just like to take what we read and that's it. No, we must go deeper into the word and allow his word to teach us. Do we take the time to search the word? Or do we just read what we think it's saying and what it says? In order to grow, we must hide the word in us. We must hide it so the world won't take it away. And we hide it so we may find it when we need it. Growing in God's word is when we apply it to our life and growing within the word. For we must hide the word in our heart. I say all this, I say this all the time, but. We can't be just hearers. We must be doers. In order to grow, we must take what we study and apply it to our lives. We must every day try to get an understanding and grow from one point to the other point. We can't grow unless we are studying. In order to obtain wisdom and knowledge, we must most importantly open the word of God. We can't grow unless we show ourselves approved. what the point of gaining all the wisdom. What's the point of gaining all all the wisdom of God? if we aren't going to commit and apply. Five, we're going to commit and apply. Five, we are not only hearers, but we are doers. Today, in order to grow, we must do the following. And I must remind you that these are just a a few steps. This is not an algorithm. These are just things the Holy Spirit revealed to me, and I must share them with others. One, read his word daily. Two, we must go through 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 God. Three, set our heart, set our focus on it. Four, we must hide the word word within us. Five, we are not only hearers, but we are doers. This is what we must do to grow in God. This is what we must do to know him more. This is how we become willing vessels in God. We often want more wisdom, but we won't allow him to teach us because we are stuck in the old way of knowing things. But we must submit our minds to God and allow him to renew us and pour into us. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for everything. Thank you. Thank you for making us happy and filling us with so much joy. Thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. Lord, every day please show us how to be what you want from us. Father, help us to hear your voice when we speak. Most of all, help us to commit and obey you, Lord. Forgive us if we have done the complete opposite. Forgive us if we have done if we have not been focusing on you. Lord, we are sorry. Lord we ask you right now to give us the strength to say yes to you and no to whatever sinful fleshly desire we want. Instead. Touch every person that's reading or or hearing our word, the your word today. Help them to change, help them to have a zeal for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is eagerness to grow. As we are going through this step two, I made a mistake. So I'm gonna go ahead and correct this now. So we're gonna go through the steps. We're going to, let me tell you this before we go through the steps. Growing in God. It's the most best decision I have ever done in my life. You can walk with God 30, 40 years and you do not know His Word. You are not growing. In order to grow with God, you must submit yourself to Him. You must be eager to hear Him and eager to apply and commit and change whatever He tells you to change. We must be able to dig into our Word. And a lot of people don't want to do that. I had someone one time to tell me. That they read more of their word than they pray, or they pray more than they read. You must have a combination of balanced diet of both. You must be able to read your word and pray. I promise when you're lacking in prayer, you'll feel it. When you're lacking in reading your word, you feel it. And if you get so close to God, so close to the Holy Spirit, so close to the, the anointing and his presence, you will feel when you're off balance. You're like, oh, I need to read more word. Oh, I need to pray more it'd be just that easy. Oh, I I need to stay in his presence. Once a month, I I get in my prayer closet and I stay and I pray and pray and pray. I'm not saying you have to do that, but I do that because I want to be in his presence. We can't move in realms of the spirit and and heal people and, and direct people if we aren't doing it ourselves. We can't grow in God if we're not even trying to connect with the true vine. We are nothing without the true vine. So the first step is read his word daily. Like I said, these are not in no particular order. It's not a, not an algorithm. It's not a must do thing. Uh, you know we must do it in this order to activate this order. No, all these are just a list of things that the Holy Spirit had revealed to me in my walk that won't, that he allowed me to share with y'all. So the first step is read his word daily, even if it's a scripture, even if it's a small verse even if it's two or three chapters read his word read his word and make sure when you're reading you're getting an understanding i can read that whole bible probably in a day Anyways, they have time but we got to look at does this am i applying this to my my life am i understanding what i'm reading is the holy spirit bringing a light in and saying okay pay attention to this because we all are in the dark sometimes when we don't know we're committing a sin that we didn't know. And then the Holy Spirit is like, okay, let me show you in the Word. You can't gossip. You, you, you can't do that. You, you, you can't do this. You're doing this. that. I keep telling you can't, but this is in the Word now, so maybe you stop. See, the Holy Spirit is going to help us and guide us. He's not going to make you. He's never going to make you, but he's going to guide you. Step two, we must go through Jesus. We must go through Jesus. We must be saved. If you right now are saying to yourself, I don't know if I'm saved, I want you to close your eyes real quick. This is going to be something quick. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I come into my life and change me. I recognize that you have died on a cross for my sins and that you rose the third day. I am a believer. I want to walk in the light. I want you to guide me. And I want to be in your will forever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said this you have given your life to christ you officially have given your life to christ it's just that simple but now that you've given your life to christ you must do the maintenance we talked about this in three devotional backs about tending to the lawn if you have time go back to that devotional. i think it's three devotionals back about tending to the lawn or law um something about the lawn you can go back and look at that and step three is set our heart set our focus on it we must set our heart and focus on wanting to know more about God, wanting to more wisdom, wanting more knowledge. See, we can have everything in the world like King Solomon. He he had everything in the world. He had everything. And God asked him, what do you want? He said, I want wisdom and knowledge. I'm paraphrasing. I want wisdom and knowledge. You know what God did? He gave him that and more. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that God's going to do like King Solomon. Solomon, and give you all the riches and glory because you said you just want wisdom and knowledge. No, but this is just a, a story in the Bible to show you that when we keep our focus on God, when we put him first, all these things will be added to us. See, his mind was set on God, not on the riches. He was happy to have the riches. He was happy to be the king. But when God gave him wisdom and knowledge, he was able to teach. He had people far and wide coming to hear him teach because he knew so much. He was a willing vessel. As long as we're able, the spirit will pour. As long as we want it, he will pour. But the moment we turn our back and we're more focused on what can we get or more focused on other things in our life than him, he'll stop pouring. We have to remain focused on him. Number five, we are not only hearers, but we are doers. We can hear the word of God. You can have a pastor that's throwing it down, sweating, batting his face with his towel. He's pointing at folks. He's touching folks. He's laying folks out. And you're sitting there playing Monopoly Go. Hmm? You're sitting there texting on your phone. Hmm? You're sitting there eating candy. Hmm? You can't just be hearers, but you must be doers. We must get our focus back on God, put down the candy, put down the monopoly, go and focus on what he's saying. And when you do, you'll be eager to apply it to your life because God is not going to pour into a dirty vessel. That's what we just said in devotional. He's not going to pour into a dirty vessel. He's not going to pour into someone that one day wants and one day don't, one day wants and one day don't. No, he wants someone that is fully hearted, so much fire, so much zeal, wanting to know him. We have to show ourselves some proof. So let's go into our Bibles. Our reference verse is Hebrews six and one. I tell everyone I got the NIV on the screen. I got the NLT Bible. So let's turn to Hebrews six and one. Hebrews 6 and 1 NLT. So let us stop going over the basic basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go instead and become mature in our understanding. Truly, we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. Hebrews 6 and 1, NIV, therefore, let us move beyond the elementary t- teaching about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that leads to death and of faith in God. See, it tells us here that get rid of this elementary school thinking, the, the repeated sins, the things you know you shouldn't do, but you're still doing it. The, the, the backwards going of the mind. Oh, I wish I was back here. I wish I was back doing this. Elementary. See, some of us needs to be on elementary teaching because we don't want to get it right. Some of us are past elementary teaching, but because our heart is still not focused, we have to stay on elementary teaching because we are still repenting for acts that leads to death. See, our foundation of repentance. We know we shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z, but we still doing X, Y, and Z. Some of us have been Christians 30 and 40 years, but we're still on elementary teachings because we don't know how to let go of bitterness, let go of jealousy. See, the Bible simply tells us that let us move beyond the elementary teaching about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. You can't move forward if you're stagnant on you can't love your brother. You can't move forward if you still feel with jealousy. You're still going to be halted there because it's obviously you're not getting it, so you must be on elementary teaching. But those of you that own steak and potatoes and, and sushi, get to it. Get to it. Ask God to take you to the realm of the spirit. Ask God to open your eyes so that you may see. Open your ears so that you may hear and get to your word and get to eating the word of God. Eating the word of God. That goes back to not just doers, not just hearers, but doers. That's when you move out of elementary and maturity because you're doing what the word says. You're hearing it and doing it. Your heart is focused on God. Your heart is focused on change. But we can't commit to change if we're still in elementary teaching. Oh, I know everything about the Bible, but are you applying it? Oh, I'm I'm an apostle. I, I got a title. Are you applying it? Are you acting like an apostle? Are you just carrying the title? Well, I've been a Christian since I was a baby. Are you acting like a Christian? Are you just carrying a title? So you say, Oh, I, I know what to do. I, I just got I gotta do it. Get to it. Because let me tell you something, folks. God is sitting high and He's looking low. It's going to come a day that judgment is coming. And what are you going to tell him? Oh, God, I was just caught up in Monopoly Go. Or, oh, God, I was just caught up in the stories. Or, oh, God, I was caught up in the game. Oh, God, I was out fixing my car. Oh, God, I was chasing the money. You know how it is. Yes, I know how it is. But your attention wasn't on me. Well, I, I know the Bible. Uh, I just going to help you. Because obviously, it didn't help your walk. Now, I know some of y'all are going to turn this off because it's knocking on some of you. But let me tell you, I'm here to deliver the word of God. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't care if I'm teaching just one person. I don't care if I'm teaching to two people. I don't care if I'm teaching to myself. I will deliver the word of God how it is. If you are not walking in the light, if you're not praying and reading your Bible the way you should, and you're still elementary teaching and you've been saved X amount of years and you have not moved past Elementary teaching. You need to go to Jesus and ask Jesus to remove anything that's in your life. Show you what you're doing that's stunting your growth because you're doing something to stunt your growth and your wisdom with him. Let's go to Jeremiah 12 and 2. If you have your Bible still, go to Jeremiah 12 and 2. Pages are sticking together. Okay, Jeremiah twelve and two. You have planted them and they have taken root and prosper. Your lips is on their, their your name is on their lips, but you are far from their heart. NIV says you have planted them and they have taken root. They grow and bear fruit. You are always on their lips, but your heart is but their heart, but far. Mm, let me repeat. You are always on their lips, but far from their hearts. See, we have people jumping up and down. Praising God, running around the church, touching, touching folks, uh, speaking in the tongues, healing folks. But when they leave church, their mind have left Christ. Monday and through Friday, they're somewhere different. You won't even recognize them if you've seen them. He's saying here, you're, you're, you're always on their lips. They profess it, they they, they touch people, they, they 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 talk to people about salvation, they feed the hungry, they 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 they, they do everything they're supposed to do outwardly. Outwardly. Oh, that's sister so-and-so, she's such a good woman. Oh, that's brother so-and-so, he's such a good man. But where's such and such heart? Is your heart focused on God? Is your heart focused on wisdom and knowledge? See, we could pretend all we want. We could be like the Pharisees and Sadducees and pretend all day we want. Let everybody hear us pray all loud and help us to let everybody see us do the good things. But behind closed doors, we're doing everything we want to do. We have to start changing the way our heart is. I wrote another devotional. I'll try to put it in the, in the link. It's about positioning your heart. See, what's happening is a lot of people are, are losing faith. Oh, he didn't answer my prayers. Oh, I didn't hear him anymore. Oh, I just think he hates me. Nah. He doesn't hate you. Nah. Not none of that. He's a loving God. But what's happening is you have moved and he's still sitting there. You have walked off and got distracted by life he's still standing there see people are quick to point the finger oh this happened to me so that's why i don't do this oh this happened to me that's why i don't uh, i go to church anymore or oh this happened to me that's why i don't read my word because every time i read my word something bad happened no nothing bad happens no that's the holy spirit telling you you need to change your life it's the holy spirit showing you this is what's causing the chaos in your life Change your life. Change your heart. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying. But we don't want to be corrected. We don't want to be told what to do. But as long as you're walking in Christ, he's going to tell you, he's going to correct you. I read a Bible verse today. Don't know where it's yet. I probably should have looked it up before I try to quote it. It says that just like a father disciplined his child, just like God would discipline us, he will discipline us when we're out of line. We have to get back in line. Let's look at Luke 5. Luke 17 and 5. This is our last verse, and we're running out of time. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke. That's how you find it. Matthew, Mark, Luke. is in the first three um, Old Testament. So we can go to 17. i Bible still seeking. I haven't turned in a lot but. Okay, NLT, the apostle said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. Luke 17 and 5, NIV, the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. That, that's all he, he wants us to do. It, 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 let's go back a little further. Verse 4, even if that person wrongs you seven times a day, each time turn again and ask for forgiveness, you must forgive. The apostle said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. Verse 6, the Lord answered, if you have faith, even as much receive, you could say to the Mount Mil- Milberry Tree, may you be uprooted and be planted in the sea and will obey you. We must have faith that when we read this word, when we talk to Him, that He hears us and that He's changing us every day, but we must be willing to allow Him to change us. Some of us are so stubborn and stiff-necked that we'd rather just keep going the way we want and then pray to him when we need something and then be like, oh, he didn't hear me. What have your life, what are you living like in your life? What is your heart like? What is your attention on? You can't expect to go to him and ask for something. He'd do it just like that, which he could. You can't go to him and push past everybody else that's waiting and say, oh, God, touch my situation before this person or that person. No, we must be patient because he hasn't given you what you wanted because your heart's not in the right place. Because you're not you're just hearers, not doers. We can't unlock something that we don't have the key for. Some of us are locking ourselves out of advance, of going, going into the mature world way of doing things and mature level of, of, of Christianity or spirituality with Christ. We're not going there. We're locking ourselves out because we decided that we don't want to do it this way. I want to do it that way. I want to pray sometime. I want to read my Bible when someone mentioned it. And I want to meditate when I, when I feel like it. No, this is a daily walk that he's asking us to be on. And in order to grow in wisdom, we must apply ourselves. Every day we must change. Every day we must look at ourselves and say, "What do I need to change?" We have to start letting go of the things that's holding us back from gaining wisdom and knowledge. So, are you going to change? Are we going to change? Are we going to start trying to fix our focus on him? Are we going to stay behind in elementary? Because it's not like school systems. School systems nowadays, you don't get the work. They pass you forward. Right? Mm -mm, Not not, not God. If you're not ready, he's not going to move you forward. You will be 85 on elementary teaching. We got to get our heart right. We've got to start praying. We've got to let go of the things that are holding us back and start building a healthy, balanced relationship with Jesus. Hope you all enjoyed this devotional. Um, started something new yesterday. It's morning prayer. I'll be sending it out along with the devotionals. Um, so if you want to, you can click the link in the bio, and it will take you to the platforms that I'm on, and you will also see morning prayers. Hope you all have a blessed day. Thank you. And remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too.